Hello, I'm Kim Salveen, and this is Construction Goes Circular podcast. Today I'm here with Sirpa Pietikäni, who has been a member of the European Parliament since 2008, earlier Finland's Minister of Environment and a member of Parliament. At the European Parliament, Sirpa is a member of Economic and Monetary Affairs Committee, as well as Substitute in Environment and Public Health Committee. Pietikin has been very active in circular economy and sustainable building matters, and in 2015 and 2021, she was the reporter of circular economy in the European Parliament. Hi, Sirpa, how are you today? Hi, I'm fine, and you? I'm fine, thank you very much. You are, I guess you are in the Brussels at the moment and enjoying a better weather than we have here in Finland. Yes, indeed, it's wonderful uh, uh Uh, autumn uh, morning with the sunshine here in Brussels. Nice, nice to hear, nice to hear. Hey, uh, we are happy to have you as a keynote speaker in our Construction Goes Circular conference. Of course, we would have been much more happy to have you here face to face, but we know how the things are. Uh, we all know that circular economy and sustainability is extremely important for us, for all of us but maybe even especially important for, for us who are in the construction industry. But please, could you tell us what got you to be a speaker of circularity and sustainability? And, and was, it, was there something like some special event or, or something which kind of how you, how you started to see that this is something I need to, need to participate in? Well, actually, there are quite a number of that kind of a moments. Uh, all in all, it started uh, with my background in economics, and then the whole lifetime I've been trying to sort of understand and combine the environmental requirements, and then again the economy and how to make them match and support each other. And uh, then uh, with the circular economy, it, it's of course a long uh, a pondering about what makes our economy to use so much resources. Mm -hmm. And uh, what can we do about it? And with uh, quite a lot of a crowd, there was this kind of a United Nations group uh, on resource efficiency. We started thinking resource efficiency in early 2000s and uh, what needs to happen in our societies to actually uh, increase resource efficiency and uh, to uh, make uh, businesses and industries to be more alike what incentives are needed and so on. And what is actually the scale of the challenge that is magnitude. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, of course, the uh, constructions and buildings came pretty much uh, after that because they are half of the uh, all material flow that we have in our societies. Mm, yeah. And today you, you gave us a speech here in the conference about sustainable, modular and healthy buildings. How will we do the paradigm shift? Now we have uh, listeners here on our podcast who couldn't participate in our conference. So if you could be kind and give us a kind of a summary of, of, of your presentation, a little bit what you spoke about here. And then afterwards I will ask you some questions. <clears throat> yes, well, first of all, it's a bit like... Um In all paradigm change, you need to know where to get mm -hmm. to get the right route to get there. And uh, we need to reimagine what the buildings are and what the urban constructed areas are. What they would be, what they need to be, well, we all uh, played with our Legos when we were kids. Mm -hmm. They would need to be modular. 
So we wouldn't have actually waste uh, from dem- demolition. Uh, we would need to construct buildings with the idea that you can construct it and then uh, shift it uh, at the use from commercial to housing, housing to commercial, and uh, from different housing needs by adding or diminishing uh, some of the pieces. Mm. And there it all starts, you know, we design what kind of uh, uh, parts there needs to be like uh, the modular walls, floorings, uh, roofings, uh, elements, so that you can really do that. Mm. And then again, you need to bear in mind that it is tenfold resource efficiency that is needed and that uh, the durability. Actually, we should think that these elements and buildings should last at least 100 years to, to make them really sustainable. Yeah, yeah. And so basically, basically do everything what you can to avoid demolition of existing buildings. And, and, exactly. And kind of taking that into account when you start to design new buildings, that they should last this hundred years at least, then they can be used in different applications. Is it then a hotel or a school or apartment or hospital or, or whatever, basically, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. You also you also had in your presentation you spoke about European Green Deal. Could you could you a little bit clarify what is a European Green Deal? The Green Deal is a extensive program uh, entailing all the elements what uh, are needed to green our societies. So it is the food, it is the textiles, it is the buildings, it is the industrial production. It is understanding what uh, needs to happen uh, or actually not to happen in biodiversity, not to uh, create any more biodiversity loss, but to compensate and recreate uh, uh, nature areas within the urban areas uh, also. Mm -hmm. It includes also the financial elements, the public subsidies, what we have in EU level, and that what we would need to have in uh, 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 national level. Plus, then the sustainable finance. How do we uh, how do we actually incentivize uh, the investors to put the money on the right places? And last but not least, of course, the whole concept of the circular economy, circular products, designing out of the waste. Mm, yeah, actually, this is interesting. You you mentioned about this financing and 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 EU as fun, fun, financing and fundings. There are quite many different ways of of, of these things, and, and this was also some kind mentioned in your in your presentation here. What kind of help can EU EU give to these things? I mean, financing part. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, actually, we have uh, very many elements. The newest is the social fund that is created after the energy crisis. It benefits the uh, least favor least uh, favorable housings. To, to make uh, renovations and uh, energy positive buildings with social solar panels, for example. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it has the renovation wave for the same purpose. Uh, uh, it has uh, the whole amount of money what we uh, w- had for saving our economies after the COVID-19, the RRF element. There's the cohesion funds, and there's the Trust Transfer, uh, Transformation Fund. 
that mm. is uh, designed to compensate the economic losses for the poorest uh, in in this change. Yeah, so there are a lot of these things in inside inside these EU fundings. Yeah. yeah. I also, you also mentioned about EU taxonomy, and, and that's very interesting, I think, also for us in the construction industry. Could you a little bit kind of uh, elaborate of this one? What, what is EU taxonomy? Taxonomy is a uh, legislation and an element created for investors, banks, and all the financial sector to consider and to decide what is green. And what is something in between that is always the case in real life. And then what is significant harm, uh, like very uh, energy inefficient buildings or fossil energy production. Mm. And then again, you should consider uh, those elements that are significant harm as a risk for the economy and for your investment as well. And then again, those are neutral that are in between and those ones to be designated green, uh, you you can label green investments, and of course that is favorably uh, favorable economic terms also for investors and for the whole society in the longer term. And then again, we need to remember not only concentrate on climate; it has different elements. It has the climate. We we do have uh, the requirements for climate neutral and climate positive buildings. But we are going to have the next steps on biodiversity, circularity that deals a lot, lot uh, with the construction, and then uh, on uh, emissions, mm. on, on pollution, on, on water consumption, land use, and uh, uh, elements like this. Yeah, so this is kind of, this this EU taxonomy is something where we change construction industry quite a lot when you, when we start to do these things really seriously and and, and then this this sustainability and, and circularity will will take a big picture there we already hear speaking a lot about eu taxonomy in the construction but but uh, it's i would say yet mostly speeches not actions but i think the actions are following very soon right I think so as well. There are lots of good innovations in Finland and all over the Europe about how to create uh, uh, cement and concrete mm. uh, that is uh, climate neutral, uh, how to choose that kind of materials that are better, like wood elements, uh, better for for environment, yeah. and uh, how to make buildings energy positive. Yeah. And if we just put all those innovations Together, I think that we really can reimagine and redo the way how we renovate. And the renovation is important because uh, 80% of the buildings that is going to exist in 2050 are already here. Yes. And then the, the 20% that are the new ones. Yeah, and really hopefully we renovate those existing ones and don't demolish them because that would be really a waste if, if we would go that way. So I think it's it's really crucial crucial that we do the renovation in, in a proper way and not just demolish and build a new one and, and continue to, to waste all the resources that we have on this planet. Exactly. And let me mention one thing, and that is how do you create uh, history hmm. and architectural phenomenons? Now, I guess quite a number of us do hate at least part of the buildings from 80s and 70s 
and even some in sixties because they are old fashioned, right? Mm. But if you do not let them stay, they never come as a part of the history. Like we admire buildings that are more than hundred years old. So we we need to grow uh, the the history of buildings a bit like you le- leave the good wine the rest uh, so that it get, gets to be vintage. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Sirpa, I know that you are busy. I have one question, which is kind of uh, something which I, I I didn't really understand on on your presentation, and that's the easy factor ten. What is factor ten? Factor ten means uh, that um, you need to have tenfold resource efficiency mm. on whatever you do uh, do from mobile phones to buildings. And uh, that then you understand that you trust can't diminish uh, uh, 90% of the materials. It means you need to get out of the box and think how you can prolong the existence of the goods so that you you use them longer, Mm. so that you use them in multiple uses, so that you use reuse the elements and parts of them Uh, in in repaired machinery, for example, and mm. so that then the material itself, when it can't be any more uh, used, uh, the, the elements can't uh, be any more reused, then it can be used in the highest value. Mm. Uh, so not just downgraded or incinerated or wasted, but but used like a bit in, in pet bottles. You know you. Uh, you have a deposit and uh, you collect the bottles and you create new bottles. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's a little bit like uh, that. Uh, unfortunately, if we think about the the past years and and when you buy some consumer products, is it then electronics or or something? And 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 you try to you, something happened with that piece and and you need to repair it. It's almost impossible. So what exactly. what you do? Yeah, you that, go you buy a new one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's something we shouldn't do. We sh- everything should be repaired, and if you cannot repair it, then you recirculate whatever you can from that that product and, and reuse it. Yeah. Hey, Risirpa, thanks thanks a lot for this moment, and thank you for being the part of our conference here in in in, in Finland. I I kind of uh, just hope and 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 thank you for giving giving us the speech, and please please continue the important work in the European Parliament for our circular future. Thank you very much, Sirpa, for being here. Thank you. With the eager, I will add all the best uh, for you. And maybe after a couple of years, we'll see a lot that is uh, totally sustainable. Yes. Yeah, let's hope so. Thank you very much, Sirpa. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.